0: not a time of year that sleigh, on his way. For Hey everybody and Pittsburgh Steelers fans Welcome to the uh, BehindTheSteelCritain.com's Pittsburgh Steelers Power Half Hour And we got a special show, I'm here with Joe Frost Joe, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great, I'm feeling merry I'm feeling about talking about uh some Merry Steeler memories.
0: Yeah, and we're not being uh the half hour show. It can't be the power half hour. Um so Joe's like, we better not go half hour. I'm like, all yeah, right,
1: Joe, yeah, that's leave. not the plan. This is only supposed right. to be like, you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, so we're talking minutes, right? Right. We're talking we're joining our, our friends at uh dot com to share some uh Christmas memories and uh thoughts and hopes for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Joe, what's the first question we need to answer
1: Uh, first question that they have for us what would be on the top of your Steelers Christmas wish list for the offense so I guess if we were giving a gift to the Steelers offense for Christmas what would it be
0: I would say you guys say because we're not sure what's going to happen in the future where's our next franchise quarterback is it on the, on the current roster? Is it through the draft? Is there a young quarterback we can pick up that we can develop?
1: So a, a quarterback is the on your wish list, offensive yeah. wish list.
0: It, it doesn't have to be the first-round quarterback. It could be Mason Rudolph. It could be Dwayne Haskins. I want that guy that we can we know we can develop. We know he's going to be the guy. There's one of the things is we really don't know right now who the next quarterback is is or who even can be developed. I mean, even a guy like Mason Rudolph, some people say, hey, that's where they're going. That's what they're gonna try first. Some people say, oh no, they're definitely getting Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or whoever the case might be. Mm-hmm. I want Steeler fans to have clarity. I want us to know going into the offseason who that guy or who that person is. And yeah, if it's absolutely. from the draft, draft them high enough where you know that's that person. Not somebody drafted in the middle of rounds that you know may or may not be that guy. Who's that guy? And Or who's that guy that they could start out with trying to develop? And right. hopefully they develop. So that's my um, wish. What's your You're wish?
1: Top of the wish list for the offense. Well, uh, it's late in the season. You know, this is a Christmas thing. Okay. Uh, and I think this the, the Steelers uh, aren't as uh, – this isn't a biggest problem for them this year as it has been in year years past. But we're starting to get to the end of the season, and we're at the place where they have the end of the season beards. You know, we're not talking Brett Kiesel's beard. We're not talking, you know, some of these other ones that are just so massive. But I think that the top of the Christmas wish list for the Steelers offense, especially the linemen, the people who are growing a lot of facial hair right now. So I think some really good trimmers, beard trimmers and razors would probably be really helpful for them right now.
0: Oh, a practical gift.
1: Well, I mean... It's a Christmas wish. Okay, <laughs> you know hope- the gift of a Christmas shave would be a a very good gift to give the offense right now.
0: My wish for the offensive line, and they have developed throughout the year. It always has not been a a nightmare, but I want them to block. <laughs> they can have their beards down <laughs> their knees. Just make sure <laughs> they know maybe how to the block. beards
1: help with that. I don't know, but you know, in that uh. That uh, I, end of the year uh, environment. I know that it's cold outside. I know you want the beard to keep you warm, but man, it can, it tends to get a little mountain man this time of year. I would say if you can block, you know, you, you can have the longest beard you can have no beard. I, I'm like, yeah, as whatever long as you can, you can have leg, whatever beard you want as long as you block.
0: Yeah, as long as you can block properly, you're good.
1: Absolutely. Or, so with that, the next question would be what uh, would be on the top of your wish list for the defense?
0: I want my defense back. Um, I like. Well, I think those. they do.
1: They want to be back. There's so many right. people who've been out. Well, but so even, good health, you know, right? A nice, a nice, uh, a nice healthy meal, and uh, you know, fresh legs, and the no more groin injuries. That's yes, what
0: I would want. Yes, yes. make groin injuries. <laughs> I don't only really hear about groins. It just, as yeah, a man, that it's makes all it the tough.
1: groin injuries. Like, yeah. oh, I it. like, stretch out before the games, people. Come on.
0: I, I like thinking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't want to think about the sealer groins. You don't want to <laughs> just, think oh, about Steeler
1: groins? No, 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 no. It'll be tough. Okay. Um
0: And then also, too, you know, hey, I'm down for a good Steelers offense. It's been great watching Big Ben over the years. It's great uh, seeing some of the receivers that have developed and the running game has d- developed. But what brought me to Steelers originally is that defense, that hard hitting, tough defense that has splash plays, you know, pick sixes, fumble returns for touchdowns, uh, interceptions, sacks. But they're all gone. What I have to say,
1: I have to ask you, right? Is it What we loved, always loved about Steeler football, and especially Steeler defense, was hard hitting. I just went back and looked at the the documentary they did on James Harrison not too long ago. Uh, I just rewatched that. And uh, man, some of those nasty hits that he would put on people. Oh my gosh. And, and it was right during that era where they started making all the rule changes and they started finding him all the time. And he was always in trouble for, for hitting people, technically the way that they had been taught, the way he'd been taught his entire life, how to hit people suddenly he started getting fined for that. Is it possible to have Steeler defense the way you want that Steeler defense from when you were a kid? Is it possible to have that in the NFL today?
0: Probably not. But irregardless, I just want to see the. It's not even necessarily the hard hits for me. I just miss the tough defense that was hard to run on, was hard to pass on.
1: But that I, was hard hitting. That's what I'm saying. It's the same thing. Right. Listen, we're all watching these games and we're all crabbing at like Devin Bush for you know all of these things where it does doesn't look like he's trying to tackle somebody. But every time they actually try to tackle somebody, they get flagged for uh for unnecessary roughness or some other some other nonsense like that. You can't actually tackle people the way that we're looking at the game, going, why don't you tackle like the Steelers greats? It's that they're not allowed to, even if they right. even if they wanted to. They're not allowed to. No,
0: and that definitely plays a factor. But I mean, I'm I want them to saying... be
1: able. That's my Christmas wish. So we could go back okay. to playing hard hitting football and they don't have to worry about bouncing off of somebody or touching them, tackling them in just exactly the right way. The way a rule book tells them to You just go back to smacking somebody and making sure they don't stand back up. OK, that's that's football.
0: Let's talk about the next questions. We're kind of getting up against our time. Um, the best Steelers gift that we've ever received. I'll be honest. I'm not a big. I I've got a shelf of Steelers stuff. Right. I'm not a big memorabilia guy. Um, I got uh, even jerseys. Um, you know we're from Ohio and our, you know the team over here that people like the Browns. You know, they never keep guys for a long time. So you buy a bronze jersey and that guy's gone and everything. And I always was afraid of that in getting a sealer's jersey saying, well, if I got that sealer's jersey, yeah, you know, it's going to sink if that guy got traded or released or whatever else the case might be. But my parents once got me a Big Ben jersey. It was earlier in Big Ben's career. I still have it to this day. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about that Big Ben jersey is obviously Big Ben's still a sealer. And in a league where guys don't Always stay around for a long time because either they they fall off ability wise or they make too much money or they get released or whatever else the case might be. It's been nice having that and having a guy that's still with the Steelers to this day. So I I guess that's my favorite Steelers gifts.
1: Yeah, when I go for jerseys and stuff, I I I usually end up buying them for myself so they never end up being gifts. But I usually steer towards people who are no longer playing. Oh, you know there's there's a definition to what. (laughs) what their career is and was and you know i also tend to buy things uh used or like at thrift stores and stuff so like i have a bradshaw jersey because that's what was at the the thrift store Um uh, the uh i got a a, a slash stewart jersey because Ooh. that's what was at the thrift store the only one i've gone out and bought which is absolutely like my favorite player of all time and that's Troy Polamalu. Uh, there's a definition to what his career was by the time I bought this jersey. So uh, you're right. It's always difficult to to take a gamble on a, a player that's currently playing because contracts will be up. He'll get injured, whatever else. And then he's just gone. My favorite gift that I ever did receive um, Steelers thing is that I was given by my family, a terrible towel. You know, okay. my family aren't big, they're my big football fans, but they were they were, were clever enough to figure out that that was something that would have been important to me. So my terrible towel was given to me by my family, and I do appreciate that. And I do enjoy my sewer stuff. I just
0: I'm not I'm not huge. I mean, I have a terrible towel. I don't wave around that much. It's just fun stuff to look at. I mean, I, I yeah. guess that's the type of guy I'm, I'm at. Like, I watch Pawn Stars, and you know, I see on that memorabilia, and I'm always arguing with the person selling it, going, sell it. If you're going to get $50,000, isn't that money more worthwhile? It'll help your family. Maybe you can give it to somebody in need instead of having that big, you know, collectible or whatever else the case might be. All right. Uh, what's well, your you're next? just
1: not sentimental at all. Like, I'm absolutely yes. going, ah, yes. you don't want that money. What does money do, you for, do for you? Nothing. Yes. nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's very tough. All right, what's the next question we need to
1: talk about? Uh, let's see. Uh, our next question is just, what is your favorite Christmas memory? It's just hmm. pretty open-ended, and I don't have to say mine is always, you know, the gift-giving, uh, the point at which the room is filled with wrapping paper and you're always on the verge of when it finally breaks down into the wrapping paper snowball fight, hmm. you know? There's, there's the room is full, so you can't quite walk like across the room to hand somebody their next gift or whatever you know just everything's just start sort of devolved into chaos. You start real nice, you open your present and then you wait for the next for the next person and then then they'll open theirs and you open yours, and you're all taking turns and then eventually it just sort of devolves into here here's another one open that here's this, and then there's a room full of paper, and then you start throwing paper. It's a good time. I love no. those times.
0: Uh, not to be a downer, but you know, um, let's put it this way: a, a good friend of the show has a, a family member that's not doing well right now, and I, I think about stuff like that. And we take so much for granted, Joe. Um, I remember as a little kid, you you look around and you see mom and dad, and you see grandma and grandpa, and you see aunts and uncles, and you, you see everyone in the family. I mean, there's jobs of family members there. And then each year, as time goes on, you see empty chairs. I mean, you know, we're human. We pass away. You know, those things happen. But it gets sad because, you know, there's people that you you grew up with that aren't there anymore. You know, and it's tough. So I, I guess my memory is I've learned even to this day, it's just appreciate who's there. And appreciate the gift of life and appreciate people being around. And, you know, and if you have 100 people around this Christmas or if, if if you're, it's just you and somebody else or sadly, you know, some of our people who are listening to the show may not have anybody. Maybe just sitting there alone. Appreciate the gifts of others. And if you don't have others with you, appreciate those memories. Think back at the good times. Think back at the times you could have because that really helps get through some of these holidays. And, um, that's what I'm among a lot recently. So hate to get somber, but kind of the reality of uh, where my Christmas memories are at.
1: And so, well, finally, what is your Christmas wish for Steelers fans? All those fans out there, Steeler nation, what are they, what do you want for them for Christmas? Maybe the gift of patience.
0: Um, You know, being a Steelers fan, you get used to success. I mean, you know, Coach Mike Thomas never had a losing season. Now he's had some eight and eight seasons. But, you know, the Steelers have never had that two and 14 season that, you know, some of our teams in Ohio have had. Um, You know, I don't think the season's over for the Steelers, but it's going to be hard maybe for them to make the playoffs. So if they miss the playoffs or things don't go exactly the form, let's have the gift of patience. Let's don't try to trade the whole team. Let's don't lose our minds. Let's don't yell at each other or yell at media members here in the city. Have that patience and say, look, here's the team that's going to spend every year to try to bring in the best people. I, I read something the other day, Joe. There's supposed to be like 45 million under the cap which for the Steelers is unheard of. Usually um, going into the offseason, the Steelers have very little money and they have to bring in 100 players. Um, now they could spend, Joe. I mean, they could bring in it for each or two or maybe even three. And I kind of look at that and I say, as Steelers fans, let's be patient. Let's trust that um, the organization knows what they're doing. They understand that some changes will have to happen and trust they'll make the right changes and trust if the sewers have to rebuild for a year or two it's going to be okay um yeah I, I ask for patience for Steelers fans I, I guess that's my gifts then
1: what about you well, that's a tough one because that's that that patience would be a really good gift for Steelers fans <laughs> I think uh maybe even just the gift of just enjoying watching games just enjoying it and uh we all get passionate about our, our, our favorite team. And there are days where you feel like you live and die with it. You know, there are days you feel like you are that character in the, the Pittsburgh dad uh, web series where it, every single thing that happens, you're just outraged about all the time. And it's just not a fun way to live. Uh, that's why I was so glad to miss the first half of the Minnesota game where everything was going so badly. I was able to tune in at the end when we were marching down the field and and making our way towards tying it up and forcing an overtime. And it was just a happy place to be in. And I didn't have to live through all the frustration. Uh, It would be nice if the team were more consistent and and make that a little bit easier. But even the the Baltimore game that came down to the very, very end of the game, it's a hard fought game and you could be satisfied with what you were watching. And uh, that's, that's what I want for Steelers fans, to just be able to watch the game and enjoy it as a game and not really feel like they have to live or die at every every single play.
0: And speaking of appreciation before we go, appreciate Big Ben. Uh, we don't know if this is it for Big Ben or not, but if this is, appreciate him. And, you know, it's been a fun ride with Big Ben. I hope it goes out in a success, but even if it goes out in struggles, appreciate the times we had to watch him and enjoy the next couple games of Big Ben because it's been quite a ride no matter how the season ends. I mean, he brought the
1: Sealers a couple
0: Super Bowls. and
1: It's a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, yeah. It, no matter what. It's good. No matter how you slice it, no matter how the season ends, it is a Hall of Fame career. And what's made the Sealers so much better than the Browns, they were able to find
0: a franchise quarterback.
1: Mm-hmm. Remember,
0: the year the Big Ben got drafted by the Steelers, um, the Browns drafted seven that year. Browns drafted Kellen Winslow Jr., who, yeah, came with a lot of promise, but never really panned out consistently in the NFL. Steelers draft um, Big Ben 11. Can you imagine what would happen if Big Ben went seven to the Browns? How how could life been different? So appreciate the fact that we got the franchise quarterback and understand how bad it can get look at the last 20 years for the Browns when they didn't have that franchise quarterback. And as we know, they still don't have that franchise quarterback today. So, <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, so Merry Christmas, Steelers fans. Um, you know, enjoy the season, enjoy the Steelers. Uh, you'll get to watch some Steelers games, enjoy family, um, enjoy, um, you know, your innermost family or your, you know, extended family or whatever. Um, Enjoy the reason for the season. um, You know, whatever you find that to be, you know, find some meaning behind it. There's a little bit of a deeper reason than just the gifts and everything. So, you know, just think about that this season and enjoy your family. Um, I'm overwhelmed sometimes. Um, We hear this from Jeff and Brian Davis about how um, a lot of people out there listen, consider. This is their family. It's their outlet and everything. So, uh, thank you for being out there, and thank you for just being a fan of Behind the Silk Curtain and the Goofy show we do each week where we have fun and poke fun at other cities. Uh, we're, we're we're grateful to be part of this. We're grateful to know each of you. Alright, for Joe, this is Chris. Um, Brian, thanks for the extra time. <laughs> have a great day, and thanks for checking out the Behind the Silk Curtain Powerhouse. Christmas Vacation